We're going to get lobster claws. I can hear you. <laughs> You're going to get lobster claws. Well, how nice. <laughs> yes, I am. All right. Yeah, hey. they, they were heading back to the airport. You're going to the airport? Where are you going? I'm back to Dallas. We're in New York right now. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. You know, I told uh, I told my my yeah. radio partner Amy on Cliff that uh, I was going to be talking to you this morning. She said, "Wow, that's cool." Tell him I said hi. I said I will, and she asked me, "What are we going to be talking about?" And I said, "You're kidding, right? I mean, it's all in the news, and you are the queen of news in Dallas." I said, "I'm going to be talking to him about uh, the fact that he's apparently dealing drugs these days." Yeah, <laughs> and happily and legally. I'd like to come around to that. Uh, by by starting off with uh, what we're dealing with right now, and I would say that we are recording this conversation on June fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Whenever you be might be listening to it, uh, the world could have changed a great deal. But right now, we're we're in what I don't I don't care what the experts decide to call it. They seem to be very much concerned about whether we should call this a recession or not. We're paying five dollars for a gallon of gas almost in Dallas, and uh, that's cheaper than the rest of the country. Uh, people are having trouble, um, you know, buying food. And uh, we can't even find baby formula in the United States of America, which is an embarrassment. The economy's a mess, Mark. Where's it going? And when when does it pull out? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously awful for a lot of people, unfortunately. And like you said, not finding baby formula is is insane. And, you know, the price of gas is insane. But, you know, it's it's not shocking to me, even though it's it's upsetting. Um, because we come out of the last two years of complete uncertainty. You know, do we go to work? Do we not go to work? Um, how much, you know, as a business person, as an investor in more than 200 businesses and all my, you know, smaller shark tank companies, you know, dealing with supply chain issues is more disruptive than I think people truly realize. And that's there because are, of the pandemic. Yeah, because yeah. of the pandemic. And that, that's multiple aspects of it. On one hand, you know, whatever country they happen to order their or have manufacture their products, they're not getting them delivered um, on time. And, you know, up until March of 2020, they, they would place an order and they would expect it delivered in four weeks and it would be delivered in four weeks at the price they expected. After March of 2020, continuing to this very day, you know, you place an order you hope it's going to be in in eight weeks that the delivery was delayed and the price went up. And when that happens, at some level, that gets passed on to the consumer every time. And then if you look at the bigger companies, because of that uncertainty with manufacturing and delivering, even with the largest companies, you know, we've seen reports from Target, from Walmart, from Amazon, um, where they actually, in response to the delivery uncertainties, they order too much product. So now they're stuck with tons of inventory and they're trying to get off of that. And that's impacting their stock prices, which is impacting the indexes, which impacts everybody's 401ks. And you know, then obviously with gas, you know, everybody wants to take their side, whether or not um, you know, who's responsible. But the reality is, we're in a catch 22 when it comes to gas um, because when you look at the, um, the refineries and the manufacturers, you know, and the drillers, they could drill more and they could, you know, process more. But the problem is they know that, 
you know, the demand, it's going to impact the price and they don't want the price to go down. And so everybody's using what's happening in Ukraine as an excuse. The administration is, and, you know, everybody in the, the gas supply chain is using it as an excuse because nobody wants to eat the inevitable downside when things start to normalize. And so here we are caught in this catch 22 across the board and it's costing all of us money. And it, you know, because a lot of these things truly are truly, you know, gas and food truly are um, necessities. It's, it's really hurtful and it, it, it's really unfortunate. Well, hopefully the fact that the pandemic is easing up, at least in terms of uh, our reactions to it and the way we're dealing with it, not only in this country, but around the world, that should help a little bit uh, with, the, with the supply chain, I guess. And when, when does the uh, oil situation hopefully. loosen up? When, when the war in Ukraine is over, when Joe Biden is out of office sometime no, I between? Don't, I don't what? think it's either of those things. I think really, yeah, the president really doesn't have all that much impact on the, the price of, of gas, I mean, one way or the other, and that, that's not being an apologist for anybody. You know, the reality is until the oil companies decide to make the investment to drill more um, and to refine more, the price won't go down. And right now it's not best interest to do so. And we don't really have to do so. You know, you know maybe the options, and I just don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I've lost you. Damn it. Um, to be what? at my stop in about, 15 minutes. Let me call you from the stop and I'll send my son in to get the lobster claws. And <laughs> then um, we can, we can have our call then without the interruption. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be about how far are we from Mulberry street? All right. Let's, let's, let's go right to, uh, um, Mark Cuban's, uh, yeah, I forgot the name of your company now already. Oh, Cost Plus Drugs? Yeah. Cost Plus Drug Company. Yeah. It yeah. looks to me like what you're trying to do is, uh, yeah. I got to go back one one second to something you said a, a couple of minutes ago. And you told us this before when you were visiting with us in the studio. I think at the time it was like 168 businesses you were personally involved yeah. with at, uh, at the command level. And now you say 200 plus the plus. Shark Tank stuff. How? <laughs> how? How do you manage all of that? How do you have time? I don't. I have really good people. I have really good people. And, you know, I end up dealing with the, with the catastrophes when they happen, you know, and everybody else runs everything normally on a day-to-day basis. I recall that what you told so, us at the time was you know, that if, if, there's nothing, you know, if, there's nothing, know, if there's nothing bad going on, don't call me. Is that what you tell them? Right. Basically, that's it, right? You know, send me your updates, but I want bad news first so I can help you. And that's basically the way I work it. And when you have that many companies, there's always bad news somewhere. And my job is to come in and try to help them fix it, particularly now with all the uncertainties in the economy. Yeah. All right. So uh, you're you're on a one-man uh, mission to reduce the cost of, uh, of uh, prescription drugs for people. And yes, we're, we're talking, I guess, it primarily or maybe not primarily, let me not assume, uh, people who, who don't have insurance, can't afford insurance uh, because you don't accept insurance. Are you a pharmacy or is there or no, something no, different? No, we, we partner with a pharmacy called TruePill. So we have a, a pharmacy partner. We're, we're a wholesaler slash e-commerce retailer. 
you're a wholesaler. As that's what I was going to ask you too, is, uh, uh, is this uh, a situation where you are uh, competing with other wholesalers and the way that you're setting your pricing, you're. Uh... No, not really. Not really. I mean, we, you know, what's really changed is we've just simplified the whole thing and made it transparent. So the drugs we buy, no matter what they are, we just mark them up 15%. And so if you go to costplusdrugs.com, put in the drug that you may take, like there's um, 900 of them. And so you put in whichever one you have a prescription for, and you'll see our actual cost. And so let's just say that cost is $10. We'll mark it up 15%. And so that's $1.50. So the cost, we'll sell it to you for $11.50 plus $3 for a pharmacy handling fee plus $5 shipping because we're sending this to you via um, the mail. And so that's it. That's your total cost. And what ends up happening is that that can be, you know, tens, hundreds, thousands of dollars cheaper than what people were paying previously, whether or not they had insurance, you know, because a lot of people, their insurance plans, the copay is so high that we are cheaper than their copay more often than not. And if you don't have insurance, we're certainly a far cheaper price. How's it going? Insane. I mean, we're adding thousands of customers a day. We're, you know, we've been in business since January 19th. So yeah. just going on five months and we're already where we projected to be after two years. What do you, what do you see happening uh, in the long run, both for your new company and uh, the uh, uh, healthcare uh, medical providing uh, in this country in general? The first step from our perspective is we're going to expand the number of drugs that we have from the 900 to adding branded drugs. Right now, we're primarily generic um, to adding branded drugs, which will take us past 2000, hopefully knock on wood um, by the end of the year. And at that point, we're a game changer because you'll be able to get almost any prescription. And when we get to that point, not only can we sell direct to consumers at costplusdrugs.com, but we'll be able to sell to insurance companies. We'll be able to sell to corporations that self-insure. We'll be able to sell to hospitals. And so our mission literally is to completely change the pharmaceutical industry and the pricing of drugs. And, you know, I, I think there's a chance we can do it. This could avoid the entire problem of having to deal with the people in Washington trying to straighten out healthcare. Yeah, they can't, right? And that's the whole idea that, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that, you know, the entrepreneurial way is always going to be better. There's just some problems that are hard to solve just in the traditional business sense. But this is one that we will solve just in the old, good old American way of coming up with a better solution. You know, um, you, you've always seemed like a straight shooter, uh, both to me and I think most people. You're, you're very likable. You're very charming. You're very intelligent. You live an incredible life of dealing with 200 plus companies all the time and then still finding time for your family. What, what it reminds me of is uh, what you, you come in to uh, talk with us before the beginning of each NBA season, typically, and sure. you kind of hawk a few tickets. Uh, but what, <laughs> what it reminds me of is the fact that you, you always offer your customers a, a good deal. You want to you see them get some value beyond just enticing customers to buy your product, whether it's, you know, basketball games or 
or drugs or whatever you have, but you're, you're willing to meet them halfway. I never feel yeah. like I'm being suckered into something, you know, come on over here, kid. Let me show you what we've got <laughs> because you, you, you know, you, you not only uh, field a great basketball team, but you, you really provide a lot of entertainment that other teams don't provide. And you do it at a reasonable cost. You always make sure that you've got discount family tickets and so forth. Um, I wonder why we don't feel that way about more companies and more, more people, entrepreneurs. Like I mean, I, I try to be transparent. Look, I, I'm blessed, right? You know, like I say to my kids, who's got it better than us? And I don't need more. And at some point, you've, you've got to realize that um, it, when you can contribute and you can help other people, why wouldn't you do it? You know, my next dollar is not going to change my life. I like making money. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, to me, it's the fun. It's the ability to disrupt industries that really gets my juices going. For some people, it's like, how much money can I possibly make? You know, where am I in the Forbes 400? That doesn't drive me at all. For me, it's like, okay, you know, here's a problem this country has. You know, here's a problem our city has. You know, you know, I wouldn't be in the position I am without either of them. So what can I do to give back? I mean, to me that, you know, and look, I'm, I don't try to tell other people what they do with their money. That's up to them. Um, but I just, you know, want, want to try to, you know, return some of the goodness that I've gotten. And if I can do it, why wouldn't I? And with costplusdrugs.com, it's just, you know, the ultimate disruption because, you know, there's nothing worse than talking to friends or family or anybody and hearing that, you know, they had to make a choice between their medications or their rent or food or whatever it may be. That's just insane. And the, the pharmaceutical industry has just gotten so polluted and so opaque that it was ripe for disruption. And so, you know, you talked about value and, and creating a return. That's my goal. You know, what can I do to, to try to give something back and be disruptive? Do you know um, Elon Musk personally? Yeah, I've talked to him twice. What What do you think of him? I, you know, I, I kind of, I'm sure, like most people, I would put you and him, and maybe a couple of other people in the same sort of category, and that you're you're self made billionaires and all that, very intelligent people. Musk seems to be a really, um, uh, he, uh, he's he's kind of out there, but he's out there in ways that uh, that make me think that uh, he might have the greatest imagination in the history of this country. Yeah, I don't I don't doubt that at all. I mean, he's he's insanely talented as an entrepreneur. He literally will go down to history as one of the best entrepreneurs ever, and deservedly so. And I mean, what he's able to do is, is incredible. Yeah, it's good to have people like you and him on our side. Oh, I, he's, I'm way out of his, you know, he's way out of my class, right? He's, he's way above my pay grade with some of the things he comes up with, but more importantly, how he implements them and how he's able to turn them into businesses. So he may be a little bit crazy, but I give him credit for being an, an incredibly talented entrepreneur and successful entrepreneur. I won't keep you long. I know you're in a car in New York City as we talk. Yep with your son getting lobster claws. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I did want to say, I wanted to see if you're, uh, if you're kind of over the sting of the playoffs. Uh, no, the, never. The match. Did, a, you yeah, guys, takes... No, I was just going to say, you guys did such a great job. Uh, you know, I think uh, you, your fans here in Dallas are just uh, still excited, still disappointed as you are. But um, Oh, yeah, it was a great run. Luca's insanely good. And, you know, we're already working on making the team better. You know, what we're going to do with the draft, what kind of trades, free agency, re-signing Jalen, 
all the things we need to do to to make our team better so we can get further than we did this time. And, you know, watching the NBA finals, it's hard because I think, you know, we, we didn't play our best. And, and you know, now we got to prove it all over again next season. The other thing I think about a lot when I when I watch the Mavs or I see the uh, uh, post-game interviews is that uh, Jason Kidd, you, your, your coach, is uh, a former superstar. He's a member. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, people say that he's the best point guard ever. And now here he is being a great NBA coach and, and uh, lifting the level of his team, I think, from what I understand. And I think it's really fascinating because when I was young, and I'm talking about the 60s now, uh-huh. um, it, it occurred to me because I was a huge baseball fan. And I noticed that, uh, and I'm not the first person to notice this or the first person to say it, but but it was new to me at the time. I said, you know, uh, some of the greatest baseball players of all time turn out to be just kind of mediocre managers. And, yeah. and most of the great, great managers were guys that either barely made it into the majors or didn't at all. And it occurs to me that maybe that's because the great players by and large can't really relate to those who are not as good as they were. Is, yeah. is there, no, it's is a it, challenge. It's a challenge for sure. And, you know, it took Jay Kidd two other coaching jobs to kind of, come to the realization how best to connect the players. And, you know, every generation of kids is different when it comes to, you know, how they impact the game and how they have to be coached. Um, and, you know, Gen Z is completely different than Dirk's generation. And Jay Kidd has figured that out. He's got a great coaching staff to help him. Nico Harrison has been an incredible addition that really helps him as well. So, you know, it's it, Jay Kidd did a great job getting us ready to play. He showed his chops when it came to making adjustments during the series and in game. Um, and that's just a tribute to him and, and to our guys. And so, you know, I'm excited, you know, the draft is in into about a week. So we're, we're busting buns. So I'm selling drugs at costplusdrugs.com and working <laughs> on the Mavs draft and at free agency. So that's, now you know what I do all day long. <laughs> yeah, and and hope not to get uh, phone calls from other people in your in, in your big uh, pool of businesses. Uh, yeah, all right. Again, Mark, thank you so much for your time. We'll let you go right now, but uh, really appreciate it very much, and uh, wish you all the success in the world. Give us the uh, give us the web the login again, so that sure. people can find your company. Thank you, sir. It's costplusdrugs.com, and just go in there and there's a search bar or search field, and just put in the name of your drug. And if we carry it, you're going to be shocked at how low the price is. And if we don't, then sign up for an account anyways and put in the drug that you need because we're trying to add everything. And as soon as we add your drug, um, then we'll notify you. But I promise you, at costplusdrugs.com, we are lower priced than anywhere and probably lower priced than your Medicare copay and definitely lower priced than your insurance copay. Excellent. Great, Mark Thanks Cuban. so much. Thank you, Mark. Have a great trip home. Thanks. And sorry about the connection problems, but I appreciate yeah, it. That's that's one of the things you can work on now. Your next yeah, uh, that's your next my big next, project. That's my next game. Fix that. Appreciate kind of it. Thank All right, you, take sir. care now. Bye.